to the memories of yesteryear, my daughter and four sons, to our ancestors fighting the great fight so that we may see the sun, to the four corners of the universe for holding us in its arms, to the water being a compass for when man went wrong, to the sounds of lost souls in a cotton field singing heaven's song, to the field hands chanting Africa, to our spirits late night keeping us strong, to the warriors in his heart that sparked the first revolution, to all the brave souls who suffered the great execution, to every blind man in his magical drum with lightning hands, to the ocean life and other animals that truly understand, to the relationships between God and the African never losing faith, to our unborn children that have yet to enter this space. We chant Sankofa, 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 Sankofa. This is for the memory and all of my positive ancestors for watching over me, for your pain, your work, your love, and the people, your creations, building nations, and keeping your cool when deemed unequal. This is for listening to spirits in the night, whips being cracked on blood-torn backs, overcoming the devil's plight, for remaining connected to the great beyond, for choosing your battles wisely, properly planning with the divine, planting seeds in season, knowing it would be just a matter of time. dedication for upcoming book Ideal Bar's Awakening The Blind Man and His Magical Drum by Kevin Raking White Peace, love, and power, beautiful people. This is the good brother coming straight to you from the center of self, from the eye power center, the intuitive point on which everything resides. And today's principle is restore. That's right, restore. Today's story that we're sharing with you is all about the restoration. It's all about the, re- the remembering, the reclaiming, restoring oneself to his or her spiritual greatness. And I'm excited to be sharing this uh, excerpt out of the book entitled Ideal Bob's Awakening the, the Journey of a Blind Man and His Magical Drum that's right so tune in, be close make sure y'all check us out every Wednesday until next light, enjoy Ideal Bob's Awakening The Journey of a Blind Man and His Magical Drum Chapter 6, The Fire Scene begins In the midst of dancing between worlds To an ancient tune grounded in memories past I found myself trying to remember where I first encountered the signs On the front door of the master library I was scared and anxious all at the same time Could it be? I was now merging the two worlds And was unable to keep up with what was happening to me confused and full of questions. What was I doing wrong? 
Just when I thought I had arrived, the feeling of me never taking off came down heavy like a Category 5 hurricane. As I extended my youthful arms to meet the still door that stood about 60 story high, stories high, I became lightheaded within seconds. I started to fall back towards the undefeated concrete that was waiting happily on my arrival. I could feel the concrete rejoicing in our meeting before our time, my arms swaying back and forth with, with, with me screaming for assistance from Speedy, Speedy, come. Moments before the concrete was able to embrace 13 years of life, I noticed that I was no longer falling. I hadn't encountered the pain that would have been born from the concrete. The long, gigantic arms from behind the still doors had grabbed my small body just as a seagull would a small fish during dinner time. He said nothing at first glance. He stayed long enough for me to see his eyes and then continued with, Sorry, you're not ready yet. He slammed the door as he returned to his post, temporarily killing my ability to hear anything other than the still door rejecting me. I sat there for a few moments, totally exhausted, thinking about everything that I went through to get here. I couldn't accept the fact that I was unable to get into the master library. So I began to bang on a still door while screaming at the top of my lungs, Open up! Let me in! I only need a few minutes, please, and I'll be done. It was no use. My small hands and young voice were no match for the huge still door with familiar carvings marching down the face of it. I became overwhelmed with thoughts, and I had begun feeling like I fell by the clock. Amidst the feelings of confusion, the sun seemed to become brighter and hotter. The wind slowly picked up its momentum and the lady appeared smiling while holding the sign above her head and at that moment I heard the drum again for the first time in what felt like forever I jumped to my feet looking around for Baba Clark and his drum but they were nowhere in sight out of the blue I heard a stern gentle voice of what sounded like a sweet giant but still no one was in sight as far as I could see, other than the lady who came and went with the wind. The time will come when you will enter this space again, but not as you. It will be that which is becoming you. You cannot rush the seasons of men, nor can you bring about the seasons of the trees before it's due. Keep seeking that which you are, and your teacher will appear before you. Sankofa. When a voice came to an end, I felt a thrust in the center of my forehead, then I blacked out. Hey, hey, baby, hey, baby, get up. Here. Drink this, Adioba, Grandma said, holding a cup of liquid to my face. The smell of the liquid was so powerful that it brought tears to my eyes. And as soon as I inhaled the substance, it felt like I was in a dream. Hey, baby, it's been a long day, my child. <laughs> Rest well, 
She smiled as she continued. She touched my forehead and I blacked out once again. When I came to, I was encircled by a group of men with painted faces and spears in hand. I panicked and almost jumped into the fire that seemed to be warming the entire circle. Scared and full of terror, I started looking around trying to identify my whereabouts, but there was nothing but smokeless fire, a running stream, the sound of every animal known to man and trees that could cover forever. There was a man that stood about seven feet tall, 350 pounds or more, face covered in white paint and eyes that matched the flames of the fire perfectly. Around him stood seven other men with sharp objects, white painted faces with black stripes on their right cheeks and across their foreheads. The men stood about seven to eight feet tall. All of the men had a glow around them as if illuminated by the sun and the thick, heavy darkness of the night's fire. The biggest of them all had a skull of some kind of animal draped around his neck, along with all sorts of gold trinkets. A sword stood in the ground in front of him with African engravings. I believe he was the leader by the way the other men were addressing him. A man was brought before him bare as the day he was born. He was made to look into the eyes of the leader with the sword standing in front of him. The man was screaming and crying with shadows jumping in and out of his back. I had no clue as to why or how I was able to see this. The screaming man became as silent and as still as death itself. The men started chanting with their eyes closed while dancing around the still life of a man. The leader started chanting something different from the other men, yet in harmony with him. When he started dancing, you could feel the earth rock in accordance. The leader, he took off running and then jumped into the heavy darkness of night, then returned within seconds through the smokeless fire, fully flamed. The leader walked right by me on fire. I could feel the heat rolling off of him like lava off of a fresh volcano. I tried my best to close my eyes and to turn away from him, but something was making me watch as if under a spell. The leader returned in front of the still life. He spat fire into the sky, creating a fiery waterfall, a rain-like fall. When a fire fell onto the head of the still life, that man, the shadows, jumped from his back and charged into the woods. The chanting stopped and the leader, the leader was now walking back over to me. I didn't know what to do or say. I tried crying, screaming, moving, but nothing worked. Still in flame. He pointed to my forehead with a fiery finger and said, <laughs> ah, Yes, we're waiting, but it's not your time. Not now. Go back. We're coming. You shall return. 
Every moment is a chance to remember. So always remember to remember and never forget. See you soon. With a thrust to my forehead, I blacked out once again. Chapter ends. From the upcoming book, Adeobah's Awakening, The Journey of a Blind Man and His Magical Drum. I give thanks for this story. This story, um, and that again, that is just a chapter from the book, uh, the middle grade book that uh, will be coming out shortly. Uh, I will follow up with an insight for you all so that you can get get your copies. Uh, I think it's important to uh, for writers and creatives so that uh, for us to write about our children, uh, for our children to hear their names in books, hear their names uh, as victors, uh, hear uh, their names, uh, our daughters and sons, hear their names and see their likeness in um, tough times and struggles and given the principles to overcome them in stories way before they have to encounter them in their lives. So once again, this is my life mission. This is my life's work. Every new book, every new poem is a chance to save the world. One son or one daughter at a time. Until next light, keep reading to your children.